0: Learn more about us today at shockyourpotential.com and download our free Shock Your Potential app today. Listen in to today's expert.
1: Thank you for joining me on another episode of Shock Your Potential. I am always, of course, your host, Michael Sherlock. And this month, as you know, we are talking about leading with love. And man, I have had just the most diverse group of people that are talking about all ends of the spectrum of leading with love. And when I tell you about my next guest, you might be a little surprised at first about why this fits in the series, but it totally does. <laughs> and I can't wait to hear more from her. Her name is Christian Family. She's twice divorced adult child of divorce, a co-parenting mother of three, and a former divorce lawyer whose divorced parents live with her. So you know that she's seen it and done it all. She really actually is an expert on all things divorce and co-parenting. She ran a successful law firm for 15 years, focused on divorce and custody, strangely enough, and she's been a thought leader. She teaches and mentors lawyers, and she was even endorsed as a candidate for family court in 2012. 2010. So recently she completed programs in transformational facilitation with next level trainings and is in entrepreneurship with the Goldman Sachs, 10,000 small business program, which I'll, I'll have to pick her brain on because I'm contemplating doing that myself, but she's most proud of her TEDx Columbus talk called real talk about divorce. So joining me today is Christian family. Thank you for joining me, Christian. Now before before I get into you you know a little bit more about your story about your business, I have to confess about something. So when I saw you um you know your your booking come through on my um, my email, I said who? Why does this person put Christian Family? And so I kept going back and forth with my podcast manager, going, but what's their first name? And she's like Christian. So finally at the end, I my my poor my poor podcast manager calls me. She's like, her name is Christian Family, and I went. Oh, <laughs> so I, you know, people g- get confused about me having a man's name. And, uh, so I'm, I'm sure it's not the first time you've had somebody confused about your name too.
0: <laughs> no, no. That's what happens when you pick your own name, right? That, that's what happens. So a lot of I love it. You go by Christian family Esquire, not to seem pretentious, but it at least let you know I'm a person.
1: Yes absolutely and you know what she later my podcast manager goes if you would have read the notes you would have seen it and i was like oh you're right <laughs> i love it Well, Christian, um, tell in your own words, I love hitting bios because there's always so many fun little tidbits and you definitely have uh, made a life and career out of dealing with divorce in one way or the other. (laughs) And uh, so tell us though, in your own words, tell us a little bit more about your business and what you do and how you help your clients and help people to shock their potential.
0: Very good. So I like to say that family law actually found me. Right? It was my intention to be a social worker, to help people in that kind of way. Um, and as life would have it, I ended up in law school. A long story in itself, right? <laughs> so while I was in law school, my first gig was with the Legal Aid Society of Cleveland, where I mm-hmm. had an opportunity in the domestic violence division to work with women who needed divorces and protection from abuse orders from their spouses. Mm-hmm. And that was when I realized, ah, I have found my place, right? Here is where the law and social work really meet. Yes. And so I was in that work as a young woman who had never been married or divorced. And so the only thing at the time that I knew or understood about divorce was that I never wanted to do it because my parents Mm. had done it. And the understanding was that, and the people who do it, there's something wrong with them. And so what has happened as I have grown and matured and, right, as you know, been divorced twice myself, in addition to helping mm-hmm. hundreds of people get divorced, I have such a new outlook on it. You know, I understand that divorce doesn't mean you did something wrong. Divorce doesn't mean you failed. Divorce right. doesn't mean this is over or that you're disqualified from love. It doesn't mean any of those things. It just means that that relationship in itself came to an end. So the main reason that I have had to transition, so to speak, away from the practice of law is that what I realized is that people simply do not understand what divorce is about. Everybody thinks that's what they see on TV. It's about fight, fight, kill, destroy. And it's all about this legal process, but it's Mm. not. The legal process is probably the smallest part really of the entire divorce process. And so my Yeah, goal the last now,
1: transaction.
0: Thank you very much. Exactly, exactly. So my goal now, my passion now as a divorce advisor, coach, and trainer, um, is to really shift the paradigm around divorce for individuals, um, entities, uh, and society as a whole, right? I don't want people to no longer look at divorce as something to be avoided, something to be ashamed of, but to actually look at it and see it as a vehicle to move you from where you don't want to be to where you do want to be. And Mm. the way I help people to see this um, is mostly through talking to them because, well, this is my big thing is talking. Um, Mm. (laughs) Working on a couple of uh, like free eBooks and I'll give you guys the the link to that later. Oh, good. Um, And developing trainings that people can come to about co-parenting, healthy relationships, thinking um, about divorce.
1: It's a, such a beautiful way to look at it um, because it is often the most painful when there is strife. It doesn't always have to be strife, um, but uh, in my experience, it's, it can be filled with a lot of strife. <laughs> and I think that that's because there's so many emotions, and at the end, as you're ripping apart, it feels like you're ripping apart. And the completion of the transaction then no longer is about emotions. It's 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 about well, I mean, it still is emotions. There's a lot of emotions wrapped up in it. But in order to finish the process, you have to follow the the transaction till it's done. And you by that time you don't want any more of the interactions, but you still have to do it. So I you know, it's for anyone who's ever gone through it or anyone who's going through it, it 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 can be painful. It doesn't have to be, but it takes a lot of maturity for it not to be.
0: I would say it's always painful. But you don't have to suffer because of it. Ah, it's always painful. That's... Anytime you take something that's one and you make it into two, something violent has to happen. It has to be torn, cut, ripped. You know, with my first divorce, I always say it was like we became a three-legged person mm. and he walked away with two of the legs. Ah. It just kind of left me there like a, a gaping wound.
1: Yeah. You know, um, I read this, I I love to read books over and over again. It's kind of one of my strange um, hobbies or whatever freaky things about me. And there's this whole series of books that I've read over the decades um, and it's and it's a sci-fi series, but one of the things that always strikes me in it is that when um, and it takes place way, way in the future on another planet, it's really interesting. But the um, people, when they decided to couple, you know, and so I don't say marriage, or they would enter into a contract very similar to marriage, but it was more of a of a joining. But there there was a contract, and you could um, renew it or not. And so you'd say, well, we're going to have a five-year contract or we're going to have a 10-year contract. And at the end of that contract, if now I know it's a book and it's fiction, you know, so I I realize that's not reality, but I just thought about, you know, if you really said at the end of this five years, we get to both choose again. And, and, you know, if we choose each other, great. If we don't, great. Not, you know, we're not going to have hard feelings. And I always thought, gosh, it wouldn't be amazing if we could, not that you're going into it saying, I want to leave you, but understanding that, you know, we don't couple today like people did 50 years ago. And we, you know, and even then it really wasn't, it really wasn't done. It wasn't the, how it looks in the TV shows. And we're finding that out now with Ancestry <laughs> DNA stuff. <style. laughs> we're finding out a whole lot of stuff that maybe it wasn't all the cleavers, you know, um, <laughs> but how, you know, getting us to a point where we can, view marriage relationships and the the breakups and separate separations differently in the divorces you know that, that's got to be something we could strive for
0: oh my gosh listen that is actually brilliant and probably leads us into where I'm going with today's conversation um I actually know a couple that that is kind of the game they play with each other you know at mm. the end of every couple of years they say okay how's it been going right <laughs> like she Should we keep this, should we keep going in this direction, right? Or was it time to do something new? And I think it's brilliant and genius, honestly, because Mm -hmm. most relationships do end, Mm
1: -hmm. you
0: know, like you're dating somebody for five years and, and it ends. People have jobs that they're at for a long time and it ends, you know, I talk about the most painful breakup I ever had was with my best friend. Oh yeah. Man, you know, I mean, you're right. Relationships end and yeah. Somehow we put all this judgment on it when marriage ends, you know, and that's what I'm talking about. If we could remove some of that judgment and if we could just be honest uh, with our spouse, with ourselves about what it is we really want, what we really need, what we really desire. And if we're honest and open, give the partner an opportunity to respond. You know, right. now we don't control them. We can say, this is what I really need. And they can say, I'm not prepared to offer that. <laughs> but at right least
1: now, you know, yeah. And you're honest about it. You're open. Mm-hmm. You're so, you're so right about the judgment too. As you were saying that I had this flashback. So when I, when I was first divorced from my first husband, um, I had just, it was right before my 10 year high school reunion. And there were only two of us at that whole reunion like everybody showed up only two of us were divorced and i felt like he and i were like sitting in the corner going i'm sorry but i'll tell you by the 20 oh heck (laughs) they were all with new people
0: (laughs) And, uh, and it's crazy to say but sometimes people have to have permission right to get divorced yeah and maybe you and your husband gave them permission. You know, a lot of them were sitting around miserable, going, "But can't show up at this thing divorced." Oh wait, Michael. Did. Yeah. Maybe we can do this. <laughs> <laughs> we're coming to twenty single. You know, so way to go. Way to open the door. Let the people know they can. <laughs>
1: No kidding. Well, and I also love what you said too. You know about um, having those dialogues and being honest. And my um, my grandmother, I actually wear her rings. I have she I I inherited her three rings from her three marriages. She married and outlived three husbands. And had she not gotten cancer and like been gone in a couple of weeks, she would have found a fourth one and outlived him. And you know, it's just I love it. But one day she she gave me the greatest piece of advice, and I remember she said you know, you are going to change. And she goes, uh, and, and you, you change. And she goes, you know, I'm it's going to sound like the seven year itch. She goes, but about every seven years in your life, we all, in all of our lives, we change. We, ha- we are more mature. We've seen different things. And she said, the thing is, is the best advice I can give you is understand that every seven years you're going to change. So is your spouse. And it's probably not going to be at the same time. So all the time you have to be looking and saying, I choose you. I choose you. Hey, by the way, did you notice that I'm different now? Do you still choose me? Do you like this person? Um, Because then you are dialoguing. And I remember going, wow, grandma, that's like, that's pretty heavy stuff. (laughs) But I do that with my husband now. We're like, okay, I hope you're still choosing me because I'd like to keep this going. I'd like to keep this contract going. (laughs) Finally found the right one
0: my God, your grandmother was so wise. And you know, like, and don't let me talk about what I don't really understand, but in biology, like apparently Mm. we literally are new people every seven years with the way cells die and regenerate. Like you literally are a new person every seven years. I want to be like grandma when I grow up.
1: Yes. (laughs) Me too. And I really, you know, I valued that she gave me that advice because Um, she gave it before, you know, uh, I was married. She, you know, she, uh, wasn't around to see that. And, um, no, actually that's not true. That's not true. She did see me get married. I think she probably knew that the first one wasn't going to stick. Anyway, I think everybody in the world knew the first one wasn't going to (laughs) stick, but she did. I had to remember it's been so long, but I think that, you know, it's, you know, when we think about communication with each other, you know, and, and. And really um, looking around at the people that we work with, that we interact with in our personal lives and our professional lives, you know, it's, it's really important that we recognize when we ourselves might be judgmental. So not maybe even somebody being judging of us, but when we might be judging somebody else by, you know, that they've been married, they've been divorced, they're this, they're that. And, and uh, it takes a lot of self-awareness for any of us to walk away from, from our own maybe initial judgments.
0: And how? and how I found um, two things that that kicked up for me. One is I had a girlfriend who got divorced shortly before my second divorce. She also had three kids with this gentleman. Um, They had done a lot of things together. They had a couple businesses together. Like she did makeup, he did hair. Um, They left the country together and like made a new life in Jamaica, all these beautiful things. that I thought, wow, look at what they're doing. (laughs) And then she's like, "Ah, I'm not happy. And uh, we're separating and I'm getting a divorce. And now at this point, I'm in my second marriage and it is very tense um, in Mm -hmm. a way that I'm not fully prepared to be honest about, right? With myself or with anyone else. Right. And when she found the courage and the strength to choose herself over choosing what it looked like to be in a marriage, over choosing what it looked like to be the one who kept the kids even, when the divorce mm-hmm. came or she let him have the kids this whole thing she found herself there you go a, a lot of judgment was coming at her but the biggest part of it was coming from me I mm. as her dear friend I just I judged her so hard about it how could you you know I mean I feel like you're just being selfish just all these things and when I got yep distance from it I realized wait no you're just jealous you're just jealous. yeah because she's courageous and you are not, because she is choosing life and you are choosing safety and comfort mm. over risking mm-hmm. really being happy.
1: That's such a, it's what an honest statement to make. It made me laugh because I when I was going through my first divorce, one of our good friends, you know, cause we had joint friends, but this one friend, guy friend had been my friend first and then he and his wife became our friends. And when we went through the divorce, he wrote, uh, you know, uh, uh, what the statement, whatever the declaration, about why my ex should get more time with our son, and it hurt me to the core. I couldn't believe that he would write this, and it took many years until I finally ran into him again, and I asked him, you know, I'm like, why did you do that? And he said, I was in an unhappy marriage, and I knew you were in an unhappy marriage, and I was so mad at you for getting going away. And I was like, okay, well, that's honest. Thank you. <laughs> I guess I have to forgive you now.
0: <laughs> yes, 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 because everyone <laughs> is having their own experience, right? Like, which goes back yeah. your grandma saying, right? Like, you're evolving, your partner is evolving, everyone is still having individual experience with life, you know? Yeah. And so, how does that work together with somebody you're a couple?
1: Absolutely. Well, this is a good point for us to take a little break. So we're going to hear from our sponsor for the month and we'll be right back. Are you tired of the time and expense of going to the salon for a mani-pedi? If so, Color Street is your answer. Base, color, and top coats are blended together in an incredible polish strip that you apply yourself. The result A brilliant salon quality manicure in just minutes with no dry time, smudges, or streaks. These strips are 100% real nail polish, not stickers. They're flexible, can be gently stretched for a perfect fit, and last up to 10 days. I've been using them for months now and love the amazing selection of colors and styles, along with the ability to create my own unique manicure by mixing and matching. Shop today and support our sponsor, Betsy Roberts, by ordering at colorstreet.com backslash BH Roberts backslash party backslash two zero nine five six one one. Again, that's colorstreet.com backslash BH Roberts backslash party backslash two zero nine five six one one, or simply click the link in our show notes. And we are back again with Christian family. And uh, what those of you guys uh, who are watching and listening don't know is we just had a really cute inter- interchange with uh, one of her children during the break. And that just has made me smile so much. And which is a great lead into our topic for the month, which is lead with love. And all month long, Christian, I've been asking all my guests to you know, help us really see that leading with love, meaning in our actions, our words, our thoughts, our intentions, is something that can help us in our personal lives, obviously, but also in our professional lives and really raise the bar of what we're capable of. And I think that with this, my, my secret ambition is to change the world through more love. Um, But, you know, what are your thoughts on the topic? How, you know, what are your ideas, you know, that my listeners and viewers can take and say, okay, you're right. I can, I can take that part and really embrace it for leading with love.
0: Absolutely. Well, the main thing is how do we define love, right? Anything that we do only the meaning it has is the meaning that we ascribe to it. And mm-hmm. so in my original growing up, the problem with leading with love is to me, love equal being nice, which often meant being dishonest and trying oh, to yeah. keep the peace and do things that were not necessarily loving. Right. Mm-hmm. And so as I have matured and spent a lot of time with, you know, personal development and transformation and emotional intelligence and where I've learned that love equals truth. Mm. And once I have put a better meaning on love, right. And so if what I'm leading with is what is true in this moment? Like what yeah. is true about this? Right. And what I know about truth is that the laws of the universe are more life, right? It's life for more life. This, It's gratitude. It's abundance. You know, it's, it's God is good, you know, whether you call mm. them energy or the universe or her, as my mother would say, right, <laughs> good. And so that's what's true in this. And so in leading with love, the idea is to always be looking for what is true in this. What can I mm. appreciate about this? What can I be in gratitude for about this you know and it's not to do it in a way that is fake or phony to say that wow my mom died isn't that great but right. it's dishonest <laughs> right 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 the truth in it is is that i was gifted the kind of mother that i could love enough that when she died it hurt mm. some people's mothers their relationship with their mother wasn't that you know, they didn't have something to yep. appreciate, something to cherish, you know, so that's what's true about it. So in any situation, if I'm coming up against, um, I was always opposing counsel, another mm. exact way practicing law, right? You come yeah. up against them, right? Like we're on different sides of this very emotional argument. And maybe this person is really um, presenting as a jerk.
1: <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. How
0: can I lead with love? right? And I can lead with love by knowing what's true about this situation is that this is not my emotional baggage, right? This is not my thing. I'm separate from this, right? Right. What's true about this is that I don't know as much about opposing counsel as I think I do. I don't know if, if they're having their own marital problems, their own financial problems, right? What's true is I don't know what they're dealing with. What's true is that I can always lead with kindness,
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That's the true yes. thing that I can do. And so yeah, that's my first take on leading with love.
1: I think that's so good because it it is what you can control. We've been talking a lot this month uh, about what you can control and what you can't control. And and I always think that, you know, every time you do lead with kindness or love, it tells a story about you. And I, that's not to say that I don't get cranky sometimes, because I do. I just got really irritated at something that happened this week, and but mostly because it hurt me so badly. And so sometimes when I'm hurt, I react um, with things that can come up more like anger, because It's, it's a protection, you know? And so sometimes the way people act aren't just because they don't like you or they have, you know, or they're mean, but because you don't know what is instigating. And sometimes they are mean and cranky (laughs) and miserable people, but they probably didn't want to. And I always say nobody wakes up in the morning just to be a complete jerk. But what, what makes us act like complete jerks sometimes? Because it can happen. Mm -hmm. Mm
0: And you have to kind of remind yourself, right? And that's, that's the opportunity, right? The things that you can't control. You get to remind yourself, how is it that I wanna show up in the world? Um, right. A thing that I've been learning a lot lately is that, so a lot of places where we get confused as people is we look around at our results, right? Our circumstances, our environment, the things that are happening around us. And we feel like those things are happening to us. Right, And that puts us in a victim mode that makes us sad, angry, frustrated, feeling like we're out of control. And then we let those things Mm -hmm. control our thoughts, right? And that's where we come up, mean, angry, disconnected, shut down. But if we Mm -hmm. realize that we really can control our own thoughts, Mm -hmm. then we can make a decision that instead of letting our circumstances and our environment control our thoughts, we can allow our thoughts to control our circumstances and our environment.
1: Yes. Yes, very true. I agree very much. And it takes, it takes willpower. And I think, um, but it takes just reminding ourselves when we slip out of that. And I think that's, that's a, it's a perfect, perfect compliment to the, this whole month is really just that reminder. We get to choose. Now, what are we going to choose with it? I love it. I wish I was that wise when I was going through my first divorce. I was not that wise. Oh my God. Yeah. Like, I
0: mean, there's a sad story about that one that I won't even get into, but yeah, (laughs) that's what happens when you get hurt and you start acting like you're hurt.
1: (laughs) Right. Exactly. Exactly. And you know, we all do, we all do that in various ways, maybe not just through a divorce, but you know, just like I said, I mean, there's a weird thing happened to me this week and it hurt and it was, uh, boy, mama bear came out to protect myself, you know? And then afterward, as, as, you know, kind of cool down you calm down, you're like, okay, all right. I can still control me. I got that one. Um, and maybe I just need to feel the hurt. Maybe I just need to take some time and, and understand it's okay. Sometime to be hurt too.
0: And how, and to come to your own defense like that is love. Yeah. It's love too often in my own experience, I've allowed people to Hurt me, and I didn't even stand up for myself to acknowledge the pain because I'm so busy trying mm-hmm. to again be nice that I pretend like yep. I didn't hurt, and that's dishonest to myself. It's dishonoring to myself, and it's not loving.
1: Yes, yeah, and that goes right back to you with what you said. Love equals truth. You know that that is being truthful with yourself, being truthful with others doesn't mean my husband always says honesty is the only policy, but openness is not the only strategy. So. I know it's very deep, isn't it? And it makes so much sense. Like if somebody asks you a direct question, you're going to answer it honestly. But if they a- don't ask you the right question and you don't have to give up all the details, don't do it. <laughs> and, and it's like, you know, if somebody asks you how you are and you've had a really terrible past couple of days or weeks, it's probably not the best time to say, sit down. Let me tell you how I'm doing. <laughs> right. So but awesome. and, <laughs> Right, <laughs> And they've done that too. <laughs> oh, Christian, I love it. Hey, I, as we get near the end, I know we'll have all of your contact information on our show notes, but just in case somebody wants to find you right now because they know that you're going to be the perfect solution to their needs, what's the best way for them to find you?
0: Ah, excellent. You can find me on the internet at Uh You can subscribe to my YouTube channel, Christian Family Esquire. So it's Christian Family, just E-S-Q. Uh, On social media, I'm DivorceXN. So that's Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn. And if you're interested in knowing the uh, insider secrets that I have about divorce, you can get a free download at divorcexn.com.
1: Excellent. I'll make sure we have all of that in the show notes as well. And uh, before we go, do you have any last words of wisdom or pearls of advice for my listeners and viewers?
0: Yes. The last words of wisdom and pearls of advice are... Hug. And I know it's very hard now in these days of COVID, but hug. Hug Mm. people in your home. Hug anybody that you can. There is so much power just in that physical touch of another person. And not like this, you know, burping the baby hug. You know, (laughs) not in like, you know, a a quick hug. not, Not who's the strongest hug, but like a genuine embrace for mm. we're talking a minute where you can yeah. really just feel the energy and love of another person these i think this i think is what's really going to change the world this is the love the showing and exchange of love that can make a difference you know in families and communities everywhere and so hug.
1: I love it! What a great way to end that, Christian. Thank you so much. You've been a great guest. I am so glad that we've gotten to know each other.
0: Me too. me too. Thank you for joining us on another episode of the Shock Your Potential podcast. Learn more about us today at shockyourpotential.com, including details on Michael's two best-selling books. Tell me more: how to ask the right questions and get the most out of your employees, and sales mixology why the most potent sales and customer experiences follow a recipe for success. Make sure to check out our Shock Your Potential app, on-demand professional training resources to help you excel in your career. And as always, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and like us today.